When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, little uh, NFL update real quick before we get to the Lakers, Slee. Uh, this is from Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network, and he is reporting that Sean Payton has informed the Saints that he is stepping away from the team. So, you know, we always have that Black Monday after the last uh, regular season game of the NFL where a bunch of guys get canned. Um, another vacancy, Sean, or I should say Sean Payton not getting canned, but uh, at least reportedly deciding to walk away from the Saints. Yeah, the NFC is interesting right now because, Trev, the question marks that we just talked about with Tom Brady, what's he going to end up doing? Tampa was a number two seed. Um, I don't think anybody knows really what's going to happen to Aaron Rodgers with the Packers. I was listening to uh, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max this morning, and they were talking about how he should go to Tennessee. Can you imagine the Tennessee Titans with Aaron Rodgers, everything mm. that they already have there? Mm. Uh, but that could be potentially him leaving the NFC. God, that would be another AFC team that got really good and and that's the only reason why I bring it up is just you kind of look at the Rams position and they have a, a couple year run here there's there's this is a window here that's not ending whether it's uh, great point. against the uh, at the Super Bowl or if it you know obviously ends against the Niners whenever it ends it's not like it's over they're going to be in the running here for a couple of years the Sean Payton one I know that one's not as much of a connection, but that's a good head coach in the NFC that's leaving the NFC, and we'll see what happens from Yeah, that. no, they've been one of those teams that's been in the mix since mm-hmm. he's been there. And, and it goes to show you how important this is. The Saints, really forever, were a joke, mm-hmm. right? They were terrible. And they got good when Drew Brees went there and Sean Payton went there. It's like you got the two most important. You got quarterback, you got coach. And they, were, they went from a joke to a team that was more or less – pretty good every year you know a little bit higher sometimes a little bit lower obviously they won a Super Bowl but you're right run down the quarterbacks that are going to be set up for the success moving forward it's Lamar Jackson it's Patrick Mahomes it's Josh Allen it's Joe Burrow it's Justin Herbert all of these guys are in the AFC yeah you know Aaron Rodgers excuse me may move to the AFC we'll see but even Aaron as good as Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers has been to the same amount of Super Bowls as Jared Goff Okay, can, can can we? Aaron Rodgers is a deadlock cinch Hall of Famer, but this idea that you can't get by the Packers is just—it's deeply untrue. The team that's set up to go and just kind of grow roots in this thing, the other really good team in the NFC over the last couple of years has been the Niners, right? But they got quarterback situations, and I get it that Kyle Shanahan's done a good job, and Jimmy G does just enough to make it happen. But clearly, they don't think he's the guy. They drafted Trey Lance third overall. They, they, yeah. There's no there's no greater indictment that they don't believe it. The Rams have the coach. The Rams have the market. The Rams have a quarter. And I get it, Matthew Stafford's not 25, but he's also got a ton of football still ahead of him. You've got the best defensive player in the league. You've got an owner that's willing to spend money. You've got a team that goes all in all the time. The Rams in the NFC, if you look at it, are the team that feel the most sustainable, especially when you see something like this with Peyton. Look at what's kind of the situation with the Seahawks as well. You kind of there, there's some question marks about that franchise. Russell Wilson so, may leave. 
so there's there's a number of sometimes it's not just how good are you it's what's around you what's the what what's the competition look like and I think for the Rams it's a combination of the two they obviously have put together a, a Super Bowl caliber team you feel like they're going to be a Super Bowl caliber team for the next couple of years but what else happens around the NFC can also dictate what that path is to get there. And Brady may be somewhere else. And, and by the way, it's one of the reports is is that maybe Sean McVay, excuse me, I keep saying Sean McVay, Sean Payton, mm-hmm. Sean Payton may leave to go do TV. Can I just throw this out there? Why, why does it Not a bad every, gig. Yeah. Once you win the Super Bowl, go be Bill Cowher. You don't think Bill Cowher's enjoyed the last 20 years of his life or whatever whatever it's been? You get paid. It may not be NFL head coach money, but it's really good money. You work a couple of days a week instead of seven and a half days a week. Your yep. days are you know eight, nine-hour days as opposed to 19, 20-hour days. You're never wrong. You never lose a game. <laughs> why, why doesn't everybody go do that the second they get the opportunity to? You know, it's funny. I, I feel like those who do, do go eventually end up going to do TV and they come from a coaching background. Some of them have the itch of like, oh, I want to be down there. I want to do this. I want to do that. I, I think it's a lot of times you're right. The easy thing to do is, wait a minute, I could sit back here. I mean, Tony Romo could have played in the NFL longer than he did and decided, why don't I just kick back over here? Um, you know, have a show a little bit of emotion behind a microphone. Everybody loves me. I make as much money as anybody else. I mean, it's <laughs> not a. It's it really is an unbelievable gig. It really is. All right. So uh, the Lakers are kind of playing their last card tonight, right? That, that Anthony Davis is presumed to play. The probable, I think, is the probable. official designation, yep. right? ESPN Radio brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. So let's let's play it out, Slee. So let's assume mm-hmm. that he plays tonight. This is kind of it, right? That, that, I'm not saying that the result will dictate whether the Lakers are in the mix for a title or not. If they lose, they're out. If they win, hey, look out. Lakers are going to be the team to beat. But we, we've been having a foot on the brake for the better part of a couple of months because maybe even, maybe even the entire season, you could argue, hey, they haven't been whole. They haven't been right. We're missing this piece. We're missing that piece. LeBron, Russell Westbrook, and AD have only played 15 games together. Until until this guy comes back or that guy comes back, we've got to wait. Well, this is kind of it, right? Because if he comes back and plays, we're going to know whether it's good or not, whether it's average or not, or whether it's bad or not. This is the beginning of your last hand at the table. It's been a season of excuses. There's just no other way to put it. The, the Coming into the year, the conversation was, Lakers got the Nets. Uh, later this afternoon. We'll start pregame at 3, tip-off will be at 4.30. Trav, this is supposed to be NBA Finals preview. Lakers mm-hmm. and the Nets? Remember before the season started? Lakers and the Nets. Wait a minute. That's Vegas has the Nets as the most likely uh, team to win an NBA championship. Lakers are at number two. Nobody thought the Warriors were going to have this kind of a season. Nobody thought the Phoenix Suns, hey, yeah, Phoenix had a good year. Nobody's saying they're not going to be in the mix, but come on. They got there because every other team was injured. They only have nine losses this year with 30-plus wins or whatever they have. So this was the conversation. And then, you know, LeBron is injured in the beginning of the season. We'll give Russ some time to kind of figure it out. Well, Anthony Davis. Davis has been out for X amount of games. Health and safety protocols. Vogel misses six games. Every, every Just look at the last week for the Lakers. The last week for the Lakers, it was Vogel's probably going to lose his job. Russell Westbrook just got benched in four minutes left to go against the Pacers. You lost to the Indiana Pacers. And if you go look real quick here, I don't know how often people do this. I know Michael and I do it in every pregame show. Go look at the NBA standings. Where are the Lakers sitting right now in the NBA standings? Trav, this bummed me out. When you told me this today, this was like, oh, boy. Just the reality. This is the reality. Reality is Lakers are eighth place in the Western Conference, 
So to let me explain what the path would be for the Lakers if the season ended today. You'd play the Minnesota Timberwolves in a play-in tournament in Minnesota where you've already lost to the Timberwolves twice so far this year, okay? Let's say you win that game. Okay, great. Then you get the Golden State Warriors in the first round starting in San Francisco at Chase Center uh, against a team that you know we know has probably fully healthy is the most likely to come out of the Western Conference. Let's say you lose that game to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Now you're in a winner-take-all one-game playoff. Potential season-ending game. Potential season-ending against the Clippers or the Portland Trailblazers because that's where the Clippers and Blazers are. They're 9-10. and 10. Let's say PG is back. Clippers already beat the Lakers this year. Damian Lillard, I know he's not having a good season, is one Doesn't of the matter. most dangerous players in the NBA, and you only got to win one game. Let's say you win that game. You get the Phoenix Suns, the team with the best record in the NBA. So I set it up that way because you're exactly right. This is the final last straw hope for the Lakers. AD is going to come back. Things are going to start turning around. You get the hell out of this playing tournament, and if that stuff doesn't happen and he was the same player that he was uh, earlier in the season, then I think we're all just playing with fool's gold here. And, and there's no time. You know, the, the Lakers are, you know, we're closing in on the 50-game mark, right? The, the, there's a lot more season behind you than there is ahead of you that if Anthony Davis had missed the first, say, 10 or 15 or even 20 games of the season, you could say, hey, guys, we still got 60-plus games left to go. We're, we're going to figure this out. We've got a, a lot of time to start grabbing these wins and getting back into it. You don't. You only have about 30 plus games to go so basically you've you've whatever equity you have whatever margin for error that you've you've have in any nba season you've spent it all there is nothing left because the scenario look i want to hear from laker fans 877-710-ESPN 877-710-3776 do you think that this is the last gasp because i do if you are in 7, 8, 9, or 10, it's a wrap for all the reasons that you just said. As good as the Lakers potentially might be, to beat the Warriors, to beat the Suns, that is asking a ton. That's even if assuming you get out of that scenario to begin with. you got to get out of that 7, 8, 9, 10 spot. You have to get into a scenario where your biggest advantage is, I've got two megastars on my team and Russell Westbrook, Give me a chance to play good one night, bad the next, good one night, bad the next, and extend this series. I can't get into a scenario where if I have one bad night, my season goes over, or i got to play a team that is much better than we are. It has to happen almost immediately. I'm not saying that it turns tonight, but it has to start tonight, Al. We have to see some things that lead you to believe, all right, that right there, that looks pretty good. AD looks spry and fresh and yep. crisp and explosive. Mm-hmm. And by the way, this, this is we haven't even talked about this, or at least not today. Which AD is it going to be? Is it going to be the AD that's out there, okay, cool, or is it going to be the AD that's just hammering guys and one of the best players in the league? Okay, let, let, let's do this because there's a couple things I want to do when we come back. But by the way, we'll take your phone calls, 877-710-ESPN. Trav, there, there's something about the remaining part of the schedule that I really, really like for the Lakers. 35 games left. X amount of games are against teams over 500. i am going to tell you how many games that is. Plus the Anthony Davis piece that you're talking about, which AD are we going to get? I don't know if Laker fans remember this, but Laker fans, it was just 
15 months ago that ESPN did a player ranking. I want to kind of go through where where AD was back then to where he sits today among some of these elite players. So we'll do all that coming up next. 877-710-ESPN if you want to be a part of the show. Stay right here. This is the Travis and Sliwa Show on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Look, we want want Rams fans in SoFi on Sunday, and we also want good juju, mojo, karma, whatever we want to call it. So, Al, you should watch on TV. From the comfort of your living room, you should be watching on TV and stay as far away from SoFi as you can. Please, I'm asking as a friend. thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I'll let you know. No guarantee yet. I will say that there are some people selling tickets, so if I want to spend it, six does, grand, it does appear that uh, yeah. yeah, you may have to sell your car to pay for them. They're not right. cheap. You're gonna have to. Uh, you're gonna have to dig a little bit along the line. I had an I had a, an interesting day yesterday and a great day. Okay. Can I can I explain? Every, number one, I got to do something that I love to do. I got to play golf. And I got to do it at a place that is maybe my favorite course on earth, Riviera Country Club. It was terrific. So I got to do like the really fancy, highfalutin country club life for a few hours. It was terrific. I enjoyed it. Got to play with Ray Diaz, who was our dream foursome winner. Super good guy. Blockchain Ray on Twitter. He's a, a regular Ask Sleeve participant. You should change your uh, Twitter account, Country Club Rogers. <laughs> I might. It's not I, bad. I, I did get a hat yesterday. Maybe instead of my gaucho hat, I'll pop my uh, Riviera hat in there. Um, so Ray and I are riding in the golf cart yesterday, and we're, we're just chit-chatting. We're talking a little bit about the show, and we're talking about the Lakers and the Rams and, and all the things that we talk about. And he says, you know, you and I are, are very similar, but there's just one thing I don't get about you. And I'm like, okay, this is, this is kind of getting interesting. What, what do you got, Ray? And he goes, how like you, when you talk about food, you and I like we agree on almost everything that you say. I'm I'm on your side in these things. Like I, you and I, our palates are incredibly similar. How how have you never had Arby's? <laughs> and so he was like genuinely cons- like I, Trav, you would love it. He gave me his order. He said, and then he texted me later that night and said, Trav, here's the order again. I really need you to go do this. I need you to understand what I'm talking about. I promise you that you're going to like this. And I texted him back as I was driving home and I said, listen, um, I appreciate it. Thank you. But uh, I'm going to go do some damage at Del Taco right now. And I did. So I was at Riviera Country Club in the afternoon, and by the yep. time I got home, I was in the Del Taco drive-thru just absolutely destroying a bag of fast food, which, by the way, was incredible. And on top of that, they bonused me something on accident, right? So I ordered a burrito and two tacos. Get home. There's a burrito and four tacos in Damn the right there is. <laughs> Damn right I there is. I was ecstatic. So a good day became a great day with two uh, bonus tacos along the way. Go, d- do me. Just go try Arby's. Just go try it. One of these days. Not today. <sighs> not tomorrow. Just you know, one of these days. You're driving around and you're what's, hungry. What's, what's better? Arby's. Something that I may or may not like, or being able to say I've never been there. I, I can't decide because if it's really good, maybe I'm missing out. But I was going to say, well, what if you like it? <laughs> 
I, I, you know? No, you're right. There's, there's certainly the other side. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit Progressive.com. Let's, uh, let's try our first phone call of the day on the Goodyear hotline. It is John in downtown Los Angeles. John, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, John? Hey, great to talk to you guys. Man, the Slaker team, it, it reminds me of the post, like Kobe's late, late tenure, where they just can't guard the perimeter. They're too damn slow. And uh, I think they should just trade anybody and everybody, except for LeBron, really, if Davis comes back and plays great. What if you could get some young perimeter talent? I mean, it's just, Buddy Heald was not the solution. I don't blame them for trying this Westbrook thing. I think they, they you know, they went for it and it's flaming out and, Okay, and Buddy Heald is not going to make them a championship team, but uh, yeah, they need to get up to date. And by the way, Tommy's fast food. I hope to hear you talk about that someday. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate you it, John. Got it, John. Thank you for calling. So, uh, I think Trav. First of all, they're the, the only trades that I think the Lakers are going to make by the trade deadline. If they can get a small piece, yesterday I saw something about Terrence Ross might be an option. A Gary Harris might be an option. These are a couple guys with Orlando. It's going to be small pieces, and. and mm. If they're going to, a big piece would be they were able to go get Jeremy Grant. That's, that's to me, is a big piece because you still keep all your three main guys, whatever the case is. But that's going to be incredibly difficult to do. I think this is what is going to be – this is what's great about the final 35 games of the season. Trav, Lakers, if I told you to guess, how many games have the Lakers won against teams above 500? At 500 or above, they've played 18 games so far – of their schedule, how many of those games you think are uh, W's? Eighteen games, uh, not many. Um, five and thirteen. Okay, so they've won six and they've lost twelve. So teams okay. above Close. at five hundred or above, they're six and twelve. Of the thirty-five games left this season, twenty of those games are against teams at five hundred or above. Okay, Can, the reason- they have a they have a thirty-three winning percentage going into those games in games like that. Right. For every Oof. one they win, they'll lose two. Okay. Oof. But the, the, the thing I like about that is that, that we might not even have to get to the playoffs to figure out anything else. I mean, okay, are you, are, are you going to have some wins under your belt against a Phoenix Suns team, against, uh, you know, use Utah as an example, use uh, this East Coast road trip? You got Philadelphia coming up. Brooklyn is going to be tonight. Charlotte is five games over 500. Are you going to have some games under your belt where you can look at and say, guys, I get it. Maybe we shouldn't be a six seed. Maybe we shouldn't be one of these other you know, seeds. But we've showed you over the last 35 games we can beat some good teams. Yeah, and- I, I, there's some value in it, right? If you, if you do beat a big- – what, how many do you say they have left? 35? If in 35, 35 games. games, they win a lot more of them than they lose, it's real, right? You're not, you're not going out. Because you're clubbing. going up against good competition. Right. You're, you're mm-hmm. not just smoking the Kings and the Spurs and the Magic and, and these other teams. You're beating real teams. So if they do get through it, if in giant mm-hmm. capital letters, it's real at least. I guess that's a silver lining to it. Well, and, and I think this is probably where every Laker fan is. You have to show it. For, for people to start believing. Because I think right now you're more pessimistic than being optimistic. I think it's fair to say Hard every to Laker fan is sitting there saying, well, how the hell am I going to believe that you're going to go out and start beating good teams? The last hope, like we said, is Anthony Davis. AD, if you remember after Lakers won that championship, Trav, ESPN did their player rankings. Where is everybody ranked in the NBA? Mm-hmm. He was number two in that player ranking. It was LeBron. It was Anthony Davis. It was not that long ago yeah. that people were saying – I would rather have Anthony Davis than, 
Jokic, Embiid, uh, or they're on par. Even Giannis. Even Giannis, they're on par. They're in the same category. Now that's not – not only is that not even a conversation, it's, well, is AD going to come back and be one of those dudes or is he just going to be another guy in the NBA that's top 20 in the league? Yeah, there, you know, the caller there had a couple of different things. He said, you know, trade everybody other than LeBron. They, they really can't. You know, they're, they're, they're all in, right? You can't pull the chips back out of the pot. They're they're in the middle of the table. They're, you're, you're yeah, chips all, aren't going anywhere. You're yep. all in. You 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 can't say, all right, this doesn't work. Blow it up. Start over. That's not an option. So while it may be the right idea, yep. it's, it's it's not something that you can do. That that's not going to work. So it's, you got to find a way to make this work if it's at all possible. And I don't know if anybody really has an answer or whether it is or it is. It doesn't feel like it, but we'll start to find out tonight because this idea of, well, move this piece for that piece, it's not going to happen. You're locked in on this. This is another reason the Westbrook deal was so frustrating to me at times. Like, wait a second. You're going to ha- – this guy this year, you can't move him. If it doesn't work, you're locked into this for at least a year and probably a portion of another. I, I think the I think when they made that deal, they knew right. Like this is yeah, it. This sure. is this is what we're playing with. Obviously, LeBron agreed to it, and Anthony Davis. I, I think the entire squad knew we'll take our chances with this player. We think that's going to be good enough. Obviously, hasn't hasn't uh, hasn't worked out up to this point. Let's try another one. Ontario next stop, and Peter. Peter, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Peter? What's up, fellas? How are you guys doing? All right, good man. Thank you. Hey, what what wanted to chime in. The problem with AD, that's great that he might be coming back today. He's just brittle. I mean, I've seen him in one game get hurt twice, go back to the locker and be out. I mean, it's I don't know how many years we have left with him, but they really, really need to consider moving him uh, because it's just it's it's not going to happen with AD. And plus, he doesn't really have that fire to be that num- that go to guy once LeBron retires. Well, there's a couple of things going on there, Al. I, I, the second part I think is interesting. The, the part about him being too brittle I think is interesting as well. But this idea of flip him, it goes back to what you were saying a second ago of what do you get? Because before, the price they paid was astronomical to get him. And, and the idea, you, you gave away your future, really, for him. Got a, got a championship, so I, I think it was a good trade. Sure. But the idea of what you're going to flip – him for moving forward it's a lot less than that because of the other thing he said which is he has a really hard time staying on the court but and did you hear that's two callers in a row that talked about anthony davis and and basically as we sit here and say hey he's the final hope of the season and that's two callers in a row they're saying can you can you move him and <laughs> the, the lakers weren't grabbing anthony davis you're right. They went out. They made a trade. They won a championship. That's that's for history. That is there. Anthony Davis will always be a champion with the Lakers. But the difference in that move when the Lakers went and traded for AD, it was for the present and it was also for the future. And, and if the question is starting to come up more and more now, which I don't think it's that loud at the moment because it doesn't need to be because LeBron James is still here and you're still in this all-in mode at the at the current moment. But I think the that's up to Anthony Davis to prove. That no 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 I am the present and I am the future and I don't think he's done that over the last you know year and some change I think there's he's brought up more questions about the future than more comfort about the future the, the two questions that got brought up I think are fair too number one durability you you can't say that's not a fair question it absolutely is he's missed a lot of time he's cut I mean we're talking about it because he's coming back from missing a lot of time tonight and number two is you know I think the the caller said it was it was fire or intensity or whatever it is it's not. For me, it's a different word. 
It's consistency. Your best player, the greatest thing that Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the, the greatest players of all time, all of them. You know what was their greatest gift? They, they gave you the same thing every night. It was either excellent or better than that, right? There was never excellent, excellent, terrible, okay, excellent, excellent, what the hell was that? That was a dog. It was always either 9s, 10s, 12s, 15s. There was never any 3s and 4s. Anthony Davis gives you 3s and 4s once a week. And you don't even have to go to those greats. Just stick with the bigs right now in the league. Joel Embiid is great every night. Giannis is great every night. Jokic is great every single night. Those are the those are the players that we're supposed to be comparing Anthony Davis to, and it's not a comparison right now. Remember that remember that matchup earlier in the season? They went up against uh, Milwaukee, and Giannis dropped forty plus just after. I'm like, what the? How did this happen in such a small span? So uh, I I do think Trav that it's kind of funny. You know, we sit here and it's you start looking at the best players in the NBA. I don't know how far off Anthony Davis has fallen. But you're not having that conversation. That conversation is so far and away of AD being one of those guys. And like I said, 15, 16 months ago, actually it was longer than that because it was the start of that. Well, no, no, it was about 15 months ago that AD was number two in ESPN's ranking. Can you imagine where he is today? It's obviously nowhere near that. Not number two anymore. We'll have that conversation coming up in about 15 minutes. If you're on hold, stay there. We're going to get to all of you, I promise. Plus, somebody has a great suggestion on somebody they wanted to see see stay healthy their entire career. I want to do that. But Factor Cap is next. Is it okay to use the facilities when you're not a customer? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, guys. Just, so Just real quick, Emily, why yeah. did you have to do that, Trav, when I said it's a cap and then now we hear it every time? Can can you can I just you let that one wrong. go? You got just it. Look, it go. I'm a bear for accuracy. It's not a cap. It's cap. Come on. It's man. A country I, I, got people, Trav I, I have people who will, you know, they're arguing, blah, 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 Instagram, something along those lines, just talking about Lakers. And they use cap all the time. And I'm like, if we didn't do this segment, <laughs> I'd have no idea what they're talking about. They're talking about Kareem. They're talking about Kareem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why does Kareem? Why is Kareem so popular? Comes up in all the time. Twenty-two. They bring him up a lot. Why on Instagram. He's always like on Instagram. That's a cap. 
Well, what did Kareem have to do with it? What do you got, Emily? Another green flag for Connor is he really likes factor caps. So that's a de- definitely a green flag there. Yeah, that's so, a green flag. Uh, yeah. Up first, it's okay to have the windows down when you're riding on the highway. Alan is his factor cap. So I'm a windows down guy. I, I like the windows down. I do like the fresh air. I like all that stuff. But it, there's a time and place. When I'm on the 10 freeway and I'm driving east and there's a semi going by me or uh, a bus that I'm passing or whatever the case is, um, on the freeway, I, I don't think you should have the uh, the windows down. Now, if you're out and about and you're uh, driving in Malibu area or you're, you're right. whatever the case is, right? Like there's certain areas that it makes sense to have the windows down. On the 405, probably not the best idea. That's just my personal opinion there. Yeah, no, look, if it's May and you're going to run down to the grocery store real quick and it's a beautiful day out, sure, have the windows down, roll down the sunroof, let your hair fly in the breeze. I I, I get it, but I I don't know if it's because I'm deaf. I don't know if it's because I'm, I'm at a certain age, but I can't hear anything under the best of circumstances if that window is even cracked an inch it's like there's a motley crew concert going on inside the car i can't hear anything i don't see anything i no, I, I need them up i like my little sanitized environment and once the car's above maybe say 50 miles an hour all windows up because i need to hear what's going on out in the world well, I need to know what's coming not a chance i'm putting those windows i up. think for me the windows go down when you're just say i want some fresh air you want to Stick an elbow out the window, you know, like whatever it is. Why on a freeway, I can't understand how that is. Let me just take in some fresh air as this bus is in front of me and I'm just (laughs) inhaling all the exhaust. So I I think it has to do with the, the time and the place. No doubt. Was it a faux pas of me to say highway instead of freeway? Is a, am I not totally LA yet? Yeah. It's all right. Doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Didn't didn't land wrong with me. It's all right. <laughs> I think it's also because Travis, you're not a music guy. I think you have to have the windows down and you have to have music. I think you can't listen to a podcast with the, uh, with the windows That's, down. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I need I need to. Well, I don't hear well to begin with, so if the windows down, it might as well have it be white noise. I can't hear a thing anyway. All right. Next, it's okay to use the. Oh, so this is back from the story I told about Connor uh, after the date. He uh, had to go to the bathroom, and so he decided to go in a restaurant that we were not customers at. So it's okay to use a restaurant bathroom if you aren't going to eat there. Travis is his factor cat. It better be because I do it all the time. Yeah, yeah, fact. Look, so you don't. it's not up to us, right? So sometimes it decides when it's time, and that's when if you're walking by and that door is open and they've got facilities, we're going to go in there and we're going to do what needs to get done. And, you know, you, you know, you don't have to be rude about it or anything else. But, you know, I don't need to buy a, a filet mignon so I can go in there and, and, and use the bathroom. I, I have an emergency going on in my hands. and I need, to, I need to take care of it. So, yeah, I'm 100% fine with it. You know what's a really cool move? You know what's a really cool move is when you're in a predicament like that, and you just genuinely ask whether it's uh, you know someone at the front or a server or maybe there's nobody there and you got to go to the bartender. Hey, do you mind? Can I just use your restroom for a quick Never. second? <laughs> Never. And I they am- say, <laughs> and they say without without hesitation, absolutely go use it. Yeah. And and I think this happens. You know, you might go to a a Starbucks. You might go. It doesn't have to be a restaurant. Starbucks is actually a perfect example. Remember during during the the COVID time in the beginning. 
everyone shut down their restrooms. Everybody. So if you're trying to drive from San Diego to L.A. or L.A. down to San Diego, <laughs> you're basically you're, 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 you're hoping for it's the rest stop. That's like the only thing that you, you're waiting for. I'm not kidding, Chad. Every restroom was closed. I, I cannot tell you how much it's just like this casual love. Absolutely go use the restroom. I respect that because not every place does that. I, I, I am not asking. I am just going to go in there, and they're going to have to stop me. They're going to have to physically say, sir, <laughs> no. And I'm going to say, what do you mean, no? Yes. I'm going in there. Get this in is going to happen. You're going to have to tackle me to keep me out of there because I'm in a situation. That's that's going down in that moment. I'm not asking for permission. I may say thank you. I may give you the little hard eye contact and peace out on the way out, but okay. that's about it. I got a question. Do you feel obligated? You go to like a coffee shop or you go yeah. to a gas station. Do you feel obligated to get something? No, I'm not. Look, I feel a little I obligated. I, I, like, I feel like it. I'm walking out of a water with a water <laughs> and some and some pistachios. I, by the time I, I'm leaving the gas station, I'm not getting a cake pop at Starbucks just because I had to run in and you know use the bathroom. A little short pike. Have a little quick little short pike no, on your then way I'm out. I'm gonna have to stop at the next Starbucks again. I need to. I need to stop the cycle, Slee. This uh, needs to awesome. end. I Travis need to, I stopped need to, at six gas stations and three Starbucks on his way. <laughs> unless on. they're selling cheese, I, I'm, I'm out. I need to. I need to end this cycle. We need to. We need to get where we're going. Also, sometimes like the Starbucks is, that's underneath our office, you have to ask for the code. Got to get the code. The bathroom. Yep. And so, uh, yeah, that's bad also a, a tough codes, place to be. Codes are the, bad. Looks. Well, the code <laughs> is to. By the time they tell me the code and I get there, I it's typed it in wrong. I got to go back. <laughs> what is the code again? This is the whole thing. Yeah. So, uh, Patrick Mahomes' wife, after the win uh, over the oh, Bills yeah. on Sunday, uh, sprayed champagne on the lower levels of fans at the Chiefs Stadium. So, champagne showers are just a bad idea. Alan, is this factor cap? Um. I'm going to put myself in a fan's perspective right now, okay? If I'm at the game in Kansas City, and I'm a fan of the Chiefs, and the Chiefs just won that game and found a way to kick a field goal with 13 seconds left, and Josh Allen picks tails when obviously he should have picked heads, and all of a sudden the Chiefs go all the way down, and Travis Kelsey uh, catches a touchdown and the game is over, and I don't care if it's Mahomes' wife, I don't care if it's some stranger, you could spray whatever the hell you want in that moment, in that situation. If my squad just won, it's party time. I'm completely okay with it. Now, if I'm just walking across the street and somebody gets excited and they spray champagne, I'm ready, to, I'm ready to throw it out because what the hell are you doing? But that situation, it was completely okay. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I've never had the pleasure of being on a team that won the championship and you're jumping around and spraying champagne and beer. Can you imagine being else. at the Chiefs game right there? It would be amazing. There? It would be amazing <laughs> if that champagne is getting squirted from the upper deck or the, the suite level down under the, the fans. It would be terrific. Now, you're right. If somebody you know opens up their Perrier on, on, on a bus or something next to you and it got shaken up and it explodes on you, that's, that's a reason to start a fight. I, I get that, but celebratory champagne or beer? Absolutely. Okay. Let's do it, it. Here's a perfect example. 2010 Lakers-Celtics Game 7. Okay, I'm on the business side. By the way, I hadn't even been at the station for a year yet. Right? And this first year that I'm at the Lakers, Lakers win game seven. I'm there. We're in uh, ESPN has their own little box. This is for partners and everything else. You better believe people were spraying champagne. It's like the greatest thing. Lakers <laughs> just won sweet. game seven of the NBA finals against the Boston Celtics. Now, if we do that against the win against the Detroit Pistons in game 42, I'm like, what are you guys doing? 
<laughs> yeah. Act like you've been time there. and place. Ta- time like and place for sure. I, you know what? We should get some champagne, and when you say something particularly exciting, I'm just going to fire that cork across the 100%. room and start dousing you in champagne. We should, we should do it. I, I'm going to let's put the studio and line it with plastic. We'll yep. get the ski goggles like the Dodgers, mm-hmm. and we'll go crazy. We'll spray champagne all over each other. You when should. You, I, I've got it. I just figured yep. it out. Uh-huh. When you when you win the Mandy Award for best segment on Ask Slee, I'm gonna get my, the nicest three dollar bottle of champagne, and I am just gonna absolutely blast you with it. You should do the same thing when Emily wins best producer. All right, sure. so same thing right there. Same no. thing. I'm more into right, blasting you with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last one. Uh, Grubhub came out with a survey saying that the most popular bagel was a blueberry bagel, followed by the, a cinnamon bagel. In reality, the best bagel is an everything bagel. Travis, is this factor cap? It's my choice. I mean, it, it's it's the one that I choose. I like the one. It's salty. It's savory. There's no. I don't like sweet bagels. That's just not my jam. So if we're talking like cinnamon and blueberry and those things, they usually have a, a little bit more sugar in them than and they're they're sweeter because it's fruit or it's you know, those things. I, I'm going. We call them everywhere bagels in my house because the stuff that's on them goes everywhere. It's on the carpet. It's on the floor. It's on the countertop. So give me the everywhere bagel. Toast that thing up with the little fennel seeds on top, the sesame seeds. They get a little crunchy. It's just it, it's perfect. That that would be my choice. So cap. Okay. So here's the funny thing. If there's a blueberry bagel in front of me, I'm grabbing it. No problem. That's it. I'm not against the blueberry bagel. I'm not against the plain bagel. I'm not against a garlic bagel. I'm not against any of these bagels. But the everything bagel, it's got everything. It's the good. <laughs> what, what, what more do you want from a uh, from an? Now I, I'm with you that I want it more. I don't know how sweet I need it to be, but if it's there, yeah. Look, everybody in an office, right? Somebody has brought bagels. And you kind of see the favorites go first. The blueberries are the last ones in the box. They're the last one standing. <laughs> They're typically the last one standing. But if it's the last one standing, I'm grabbing the blueberry bagel, and I'm not mad at anybody that that's the last one left. Don't sleep on a jalapeno cheddar bagel either. That, 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 is, that is a sneaky good choice right there, especially when they melt that slice of cheese on it and the, the, the sesame bagel kind of baked in there. There's really no wrong way to bagel. I think we can all agree on that. It's, it's all pretty good. All right, so we were talking about Anthony Davis, and Slay, I'm not going to lie, the, the phone calls that we're getting, it seems like a lot of more people are like, let's move on than anything else. But where are you going to move on to? That's the question right there. So what could you get? What sort of neighborhood is AD living in right now? Plus, people have more food suggestions for me. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support vets with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program, now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping veterans in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. You ready for some of these tweets, Al? How about my guy, Matty, right there, getting us back into the show? Look at my guy. <laughs> That's your, Matthew. What, what, what don't you understand about this? It's Big Matt. M in the house. They've made it, they've made it very clear that they, <laughs> Big M. I like that. I'm going to call him that. I'm going to start the uh, the pregame show. Emily, when do we start pregame? Is it uh, is it one thirty? Is that what we got going on? Uh, wait, 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 show? wait, wait. Don't yes. I, I, I we walked through this. By the way, I 
Emily, do you know, is he staying for the third hour today? How's this working today? I have no idea. Does he have tea time at some Beverly Look, Hills if, Country Club coming up Bel- here? Or? Bel Air Country Club him. has an opening. If, like, let's say Lakeside has something going on, uh, you know, Big Canyon down and here in Newport Beach, you just let me know. You know where to find me, at Travis Rogers. I'll, uh, I'll flip that on its okay. head for sure. Real quick, before you yeah. go any further, what is the schedule this, uh, this Sunday? What, when's the first game? The, the first game is at noon. Right? Okay, first so game's at noon. First game is at noon. That's the AFC Championship game. The NFC Championship game is at 3.40. We're going to start the pregame show, me and Kirk and Emily, at 1.30. Uh, so we got that going on, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Big M. I, th- I think that's what I'm going to call him throughout the entire pregame It's Big show. M. Yeah, he, he's <laughs> internally the people closest to him usually say Big M. Sure. Okay, the reason, the reason why I brought this up, the Lakers schedule, like you couldn't have asked for a worse – Finally wild broke card your game. Way. Finally listen, broke listen, your listen, way. listen to me. Wild card game was on <laughs> on what day of the week? Uh, Monday. Monday. Do Lakers ever play on Mondays? Very rarely. They played that Monday <laughs> against the Utah Jazz. Okay. This past Sunday. This past Sunday. Now they're on their East Coast road trip. So sure. all the games are usually at night. Six thirty games on Sundays. <laughs> well, now they on the East Coast road trip. So they have a tip off against Miami. At 3 o'clock, which means pregame started at 1.30, all that stuff, okay? This weekend, it works out. They play the Hawks. It's a 10 a.m. tip. This is the greatest thing ever, so I'll get a chance to watch all these games. I'm glad it finally broke your way. All right, a couple yes. of quick tweets here. Um, this is from Starfish and Coffee. Trav, go to Arby's. Order a beef and cheddar and curly fries. You you won't regret it and absolutely will regret it at the same time. Interesting. That's, that's not really selling me all that much starfish and coffee. It's from Jason Levine. Friends don't let friends eat at Arby's. So you guys are kind of all over the map here. I got people like Blockchain Ray. They're telling me you got to go. I got other people saying, no, nah, you want to stay away from that. I, I'm going to need I'm going to need more data. Slee. That I, last tweet, by the way, was presented by Arby's. Visit <laughs> Arby's.com. Anthony Travis and Sliwa. Anthony Rincon writes, guys, I do the thing where if I need to use the restroom where I walk by and stare at the menu above the register like I'm going to order something but have to use the restroom first, I just want to avoid the questions because everybody knows what's up. (laughs) That's an interesting strategy. That's a much better strategy than just like you're already looking at them like, "I I know. I know. I've already done something wrong, and I'm asking them, can I use your restroom and not purchase anything in your facility and use the paper towels and a little bit of soap? Well, Emily, you're you're the person. Al, I don't think you've never mentioned this. Have you ever worked at, like, a fast food restaurant or any a restaurant capacity? Uh, no. I, I once uh, got a job at Golden Corral and then um, asked them if I can call them back when I got the, the job offer. Oh, you got a yes, and then yep. you decided, yeah, let me think about it? Yep, and then by the time I called him back, he said, uh, you don't sound committed to the job. And it At Golden out Corral. At Golden what, Corral. Were you going to be the store manager, or were you going to just be a guy clearing plates? I think I was just clearing stuff. I had a buddy that worked there, so he, you know, I had an in. I had an in at Golden Corral at age 16. Did, did, oh, okay. Yeah, it did, didn't work out. So, Emily, you got to, to walk me through this. I would assume that the vast majority of employees in, in this situation, right, they don't know who's in the restaurant and not. People are coming in and out nonstop. They don't know if you got your Chick Fil A sandwich with with the, the pickles or not. I mean, you're just you come in, you use it, you leave. It's nobody even knows the nobody's any uh, wiser. No, you no? know that people yeah. come in and we judge really? them. I don't usually say I wouldn't usually say anything to them, but if I saw them come in and leave without purchasing anything, 
I would, I would, ju- I would. It's judge basically them. a I crime. It's basically you're a criminal. I walk crime. in as if I walk in as if I've already stole something. Don't you and have I haven't something done anything. to do than take roll call of who's ordered a sandwich and not? Isn't there, I can like, multitask. Like, is there a Florida mop Travis? or some fries to fry? I'm confused. I can multitask. I can judge, and I can also do my job. So I think that <laughs> both things are happening at the same time. I like it. All right, let's try another one here. Let's go to uh, San Diego and Zaya. Zaya, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Yes, hello? Hello. Yes, sir. You're on, buddy. Yeah, uh, I'm just calling in to let you guys know that Nick Bosa is a better skilled player than Aaron Donald, and Kyle Shanahan is Sean McVay's daddy. Okay, how much have you had to drink today, Zaya? Absolutely nothing, man. I'm just a diehard Niner fan from up north, and I hear you guys talk about the Rams all day, so I just got to say, go Niners. Yeah, well, it's, it's Los okay. Angeles, and the Rams are the team here in Los Angeles. So, But look, here, here's the thing. Sean McVay or, and Kyle Shanahan, what you said there is, eh, you got some data on your side. You got some data. I said six in a row, six in a row. It's hard, hard to argue with that point. You sound like you fell down and hit your head when you say that blank is better than Aaron Donald because I don't care who you put in blank, you're wrong. <laughs> Aaron Donald is not only the best player at his position, Aaron Donald might be the best player in the NFL, full stop. So while Nick Bosa is a really nice player, fine, great. Better than Aaron Donald is where I'm going to have to stop you right there. That's that's just wrong, silly, and I'm not going to let it happen. Your gut, all right? Just your 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 gut. Here we are sitting on Tuesday, still another five days before Sunday comes around. Yep. Will it be lopsided like it was in no. Week 18? No. Niners and Rams? No. I, I, Fans-wise. Fans. Yeah. Fans. Yep. I'm not going to lie to you, Al, and say that the, the Rams are going to hold on to their tickets and it's going to be 80% Rams fans, 85%. It's going to be better. I don't know if it's going to be good, but I think it will be better. I think, I think that if – When the dust being, settles. If we're being honest – I think if you can get a draw in the fan department, you've done a pretty good job. Because here's another thing. We've taken calls, 877-710-ESPN, about this this tickets thing. And the fact of the matter is we have taken a lot more calls from people saying, I'm selling my tickets than I'm going to hold on to and make sure they go to Rams fans. It's just – it's it's anecdotal, and there's not a ton of data there. But you tell me. You look at Twitter. you've, You've listened to these phone calls. Do you get the sense that it's going to be totally different? No, I don't. And, and you know, we saw that Vivid Seats had put out there that they're actually they're expecting it to be sixty five percent Niner fans based off of ticket sales and everything else. And that number was supposed to be sixty percent in week eighteen. So it's actually going the other way. Now I maybe I lean a little bit towards you. I don't think I mean, is it gonna be are you gonna walk in and seventy five percent of the stadium is is no, red and white for the happen. San Francisco forty ers By the way, if it is um, Uh-oh. you know, we, we, you, you could be sitting here now. You're, you're, you just want a, a, a road game in, uh, in Tampa. You might be in one of those situations where you just go grab another road win. All right. We've talked about the tickets, but there's something much more important that the Rams need to worry about. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.